Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Spoke, and you're with Fan. And myself, Big Zoo. And today we're talking all about money. Yes, how to be savvy with your pee. Right, exactly. So studies have shown that less than 25% of young people have any financial education and only 7% show high level of financial literacy. It's mad because I don't even know what financial literacy is. Anyway, right? for many young people across the UK, the thought of even being open about money fills them with the dread as people would rather remain quiet about their personal finances. And it has also been found that money education is stored in many secondary schools across the nation, resulting in thousands of young people leaving schools and university without any sufficient knowledge about how to be savvy with their pain. Man, they ain't teaching y'all. No? They ain't teaching y'all. Right? So we gonna teach y'all to eight. Right. <laughs> boop, 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 Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. I wasn't sure if you were meant to come in. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just waiting. I was no, like, sorry, we had to, to give it the gas. Can you like, just let the people know why we have are. blessed ourselves with your presence? Ladies first. Oh, thank you. My name's Bola Sol. I'm a personal finance guru. Oh, wow. Oh, mate. It took me a long time to give myself that title, trust me. But eventually I was just like, no, I do what I do. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I've been talking about money now for at least four years. Mad. Studied maths mm-hmm. and finance, and I just wanted to really put it out to the community. That could be anyone mm. in London, anyone in the UK, anyone around the world listening. It's yeah, I just wanted to talk money and talk about how we can build up wealth for ourselves. Mad. Queen B. <laughs> I just want to chat to you. <laughs> 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 you know I mean? Where were you when I was seventeen, man? Right. Where was I when I was seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name's Amani Simpson. I am an entrepreneur and I am the producer of the Amani short film on YouTube starring Javan Wade. Chase, 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 chase. And um, uh, yeah, I live to empower young people. So this is I love that. gonna be just like I'm just looking forward to the gems and hearing everyone mm-hmm. else's story mm-hmm. and what we can just download and just let mm-hmm. those that are coming after us know uh, and save them a little bit of the headache that we went through. I feel privileged to be in the studio right now because we're gonna know all of this information before everybody else hears it. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get going. Um tell us, what is your relationship with money? How did you first start to kind of find your feet when it comes to money because i know for me i feel like i still haven't found my feet um my first interaction with money um was i guess by stumbling around Mm -hmm. you know by spending a lot of money uh on 
frivolous things, you know, and don't, I'm just not to say that you don't still do things like that every so often now, mm. but I think it's just as you get older, you start to realise, okay, you don't need to buy that and you don't need to buy this. And um, we were talking off air about the first book that we read and we both read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. And um, mm. yeah, that book really changed my mindset. I see that about, book all the time. Apparently yeah. it's mad. Nice, no, mad. Yeah. It's an amazing book and okay. I always, whenever I go out and I, I, people say, oh, what books did you read? I always say Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich mm. and uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. Those four, yeah. those three book. books about money, untold like gems in there. Yeah. It's really? unbelievable. So, yeah. I think it was when I saw my brother with a compressor. <laughs> so my brother's like like 14 years older than me but I just remember him being an accountant and I was thinking you lot must get paid yeah. <laughs> and I was like okay cool I'm good with the numbers thing but I just I just wanted to understand and it came to a point where I was like I have five other siblings and I was like why is no one talking about money mm. why is it because I remember my first job that's when it was my first job and I was just like okay cool this and this and I was like wait what's tax what's NI mm. I was like who are these people yeah. why are they taking my money and I think it was trying to understand and you know those ones where you think like money's like this mm. secret so I'm like asking people yo is this happening to you too is yeah. NI taking your money as well <laughs> not understanding what these things go towards and how you're contributing uh. to kind of to the community but also how you can contribute to like your own personal finances as well but it's mad like I know that for me like I'll go to my accountant and I'll be like I have no idea what you're talking about he'll talk to me for about an hour and I'll just be like mm-hmm 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 I have no idea but even though I, I like I I think that like, I know I'm doing okay mm. for myself like I don't necessarily know that I'm spending my money in the right way mm. and there is such a lack of education about how to spend your money about these about tax like mm. you have to learn about 100%. tax as after you after you um leave school and for me I'm freelance so and the same for you Zoo mm. like learning mm. about tax is like I still haven't got my head around it conversation mm. conversation you have to keep talking to people especially right. if they're in the same industry as you because like yeah. when I'm contracting yeah literally I'm just like so who's your accountant what do they do what was mm. your so like if we're doing the same job and I'm contracting I'm like what was your corporation tax I'm like what I'm paying too much I'm, I'm on the phone to my account I'm like why is this happening yeah. to me mm. like you need to be able to yeah. ask questions without just feeling like oh this is what I owe like yeah. in everything to do with money you need to question it enough to be able to negotiate it mm. but I think the one thing is is that people don't give it the time and that That's is true. Yeah, I think that that is because people are too busy with their lives. Yeah. Like they've left school now, they're trying to get their career on the go, they're trying to focus on whatever they're trying to focus on, music, whatever it is. And money is just this irritating thing that you have to deal with. Mm. We're not educated in it. So mm. then we're stuck in this situation where you kind of know it's there. Mm. Like I know that sometime in the next few months I need to do all my receipts yeah. I know that I have to and that yeah. is on the back of my mind but it's just like when we don't address it properly or we don't talk about it and the other thing that you said about not talking about it why is it that we don't talk about it I think because we all come from different backgrounds yeah. Yeah. so some people like I've lived with a girl at uni that she has six bathrooms in her house in London yeah it's crazy yeah. that's six. that's nuts to yeah. me because I was just like oh you're up up like yeah. like she's upper middle class whereas like I'm working class so yeah. we just got a second bathroom and I'm feeling gassed about that yeah. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean uh-huh. so I think sometimes people can feel ashamed do I have enough um, yeah. or don't I and um, I think now we just need to yeah. be in a place where wherever you start you just need to remember it's not where you finish with your money of course sorry it's about where you finish it's not about where you start mm. do you know what I mean and I think the other thing is as well is um, a lot of our parents didn't talk to us about money no. yeah. um, and so it was like a taboo like you yeah. almost grew up in an environment like I remember me and my sister were driving somewhere with my parents and 
we were just like, mom, dad, like, how much do you guys actually earn? Yeah. Like, and Sick. it was a question where we had to because we are like now starting to do the adult thing, and mm. we're starting to like I, as a young man, I I really aspire to do better than my parents did mm. because it's just about leveling up of and course. trying to make sure that the next generation coming after are in a good place. So yeah. if I don't know how much my parents yeah, are earning, right, and not to say that I'm gonna go and like start gossiping about it mm. but how do I know when I've reached that level mm. and so it was a really hard conversation and I think because their parents didn't speak to them about money yeah. and their parents never spoke to them about money yeah. it's just passed on Yeah. so I think yeah. it's, it's just starting to break those cycles and parents yeah. just really sitting down with their, their children and saying these are some of the hiccups that can come um, these are some of the, the lessons that I would like to pass on to you rather than kind of telling them in the, in the moment of, of crisis you yeah. pre-warn yeah. them you know? Got to be proactive, not reactive. I think naturally people don't like talking about numbers. Like, for me, when I'm around my man, them, like, around people, around just normally, people don't like saying the exact number of what they're earning, of what they're, they're getting. Like, let's say man does a show, man, man will talk about the show, or man don't really want to talk about how much I made from the show. Mm. Just naturally. But then people will talk about how much their drip costs. Yeah, of course, of mm. course. People talk about how much their, their that costs and that costs because I feel like when you when you expose how much you're earning or how much you got from that, you're leaving yourself a judgment. Like so you're, someone might judge you. Oh, is that enough? Are you getting enough? How are you living off that? How are you doing this off that? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I just feel like naturally people don't talk about numbers. Like my mum, like even talking to her just like to get her to break down everything that's going on in the house and council tax and this and this and this. It took her a long time mm. to be able to just break down the numbers to me. So, like because so, she knew when she broke down the numbers to me I got the full picture mm. yeah and that's what a lot of us need because I think without it I was going through a time where like I contribute towards the house but my mum mm. was just like do you know what that's not enough but my exactly. mum has never really broken down yeah. like the how number. much everything right. costs because yeah. exactly. it will make you understand yeah. there was a time that I used to <laughs> it sounds dumb I used to brush my teeth and leave the water running Yeah, <laughs> and that sounds like such a little thing but my sister used to get so annoyed at me and she'd be like mum do you see what she's doing and my mum was like one day she's going to understand what she's doing yeah. and ever since then you'll never catch me leaving that tap yeah. running because Trust now me. you just know like you there's know, a cost exactly. to everything exactly yeah. but I feel like they naturally yeah. like I feel like parents will naturally guard it from their their, their, their children but how yeah. long are yeah. they kids how long are we kids do you know what exactly. it is as well I think, exactly. part, I think part of the reasons why parents do that is because some of them have made mistakes and so yeah. sometimes it can be quite embarrassing uh, to have yeah. that conversation I, I think that's the thing because they, you know they're able to mm-hmm. get through life and you know between the if it's a husband and wife or whatever yeah. then they're, they're able to deal with it internally yeah. Yeah, and you know I, when I've spoken to my parents now and they've said there was days where we didn't like we chose not to eat so you guys mm. could eat or we Mad. you know we like, my mum and dad moved to quite a nice area my dad grew up in a council estate in in West London Mm. and you know as much as that's great like they're still grinding they're still Mm. trying to build business they're still Mm. trying to Mm. set up their levels and Mm. I think one end of it is we have worked so hard to get you into a position where we don't want you to worry about this Mm. stuff but at the same time, as from a child perspective, when you start becoming a teenager and an adult, you want to know actually, yeah, you know, yeah. where are we at? You know, because yeah. the sooner I would have known, I... the more I could have liked helped plan better. Like if I knew exactly. what I knew now at seventeen, would be the difference between me trying to buy a house at twenty one or twenty two. When I saw mm. some people doing that, I was just like that that wasn't in my economic power however if I knew what I knew at like even 15 I would have said cool once I get my first job at 16 this is how much I'm putting away and mm. things like that but it's just yeah. about having the conversations having the knowledge yeah. and having the like nitty gritty conversations with your parents or guardians yeah. and I think the same like from from parents not telling or like not discussing their side of things in terms of numbers mm. I think the same goes for our side when we get employed to work on a job and not breaking that down for them like I know that I've been employed on a job and they'll be like what's the fee and I'll give them a fee and they're like what why 
but you, you have to break that down for them. Oh, yeah. Because I think that that's so important. Like, there's so many times that when I first started out, and it'd be really interesting to hear, like, I think everybody's stories, the same as you, Zoo, um, just stories of starting out and, like, trying to get enough money to make that for, for myself and you, Zoo, it's something creative, and yourself as well, um, to make that creative thing that that client wants happen. Mm. And talking money with a client is really hard. It, yeah, not 100%. Uh, like, I guess for me, before I got into... Um, like, this is my first short film and it's, it's been amazing to work on. But before I did that, I was an estate agent. Well, I still mm. am. I own an estate agency company um, and we do property investments, etc. But even negotiating my fee at the beginning, I used to, like, move super, like, <laughs> like yeah. fragile. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, is that okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to charge you. Is that yeah, all right? Yeah. Like, you're kind of almost, like, prompting to see yeah. if it works. But I think you get to a stage in your in your life where you say, like, this is what I'm willing to work for. Yeah. Like, I used to get to a stage where I was like, I'm not leaving my house for less than. Mm. Um, and that's not me trying to be arrogant. That's no, just that's because it costs work. a hell of a lot that's to do what I do. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I think it's it's just I guess getting to that level of self confidence yeah. where you can say to yourself mm. like, yeah, this is my value. And yeah. I think sometimes you don't necessarily have that in the early days because you're trying to build a reputation. You don't want to get like blacklisted and stuff. And we no. haven't been taught about it. We haven't taught. like that's the thing, and that's what I wish that I'd been taught about. Like I do jobs for absolutely nothing. Like looking back, because I hadn't been taught about it. And thinking yeah, about no it, yeah, how to you, yeah, and uh, being a freelance. Yeah, <laughs> you I know do, what I'm saying? Yeah. This comes from life experience. Yeah. So it's mad because that's not what that's not what the system directly wants you to go into. So I think for, like, anybody mean? listening in, like, if there is, like... Op- yeah. Do, what, what's your advice? I, I think, yeah, I definitely you mentioned before about, like, that education, we were saying before about education. Mm-hmm. I think the school system, we have to remember, isn't made to give us everything. So there has to be things outside of school that we study. So yep. YouTube and Google are amazing resources like we yeah. live in the information age where we can type literally if I pick up Siri and I ask it a question it will give me that information mm. and so we need to be able to use that 100%. Um, and leverage that to get the information that we need so if it's like how do I save or yeah. you know what's Bitcoin or what's all of these different things that people in, you know inquisitive about mm. if we don't ask these questions at a young age then you're not going to get that in school yeah. and you're going to spend your teenage years and maybe even your early adult years not really understanding what it is whereas if you can learn it from early like if someone told me about Homes Under the Hammer from the age of 12, 13 yeah. I would be a millionaire right now mm. <laughs> because it's just you see it and you're like why can't I do that yeah. Yeah. and it's, it's possible we, we have the information yeah, and true. it's just the application alongside it yeah. and you know the commitment to it so this no, podcast is going to be so inspiring. Yeah, I was going to say, this oh podcast my is going to be so inspiring. <laughs> I, when I, bro, I watched a guy buy a plot of land for like 150 bags but made 15 properties, cost him about like 700k overall for the whole thing. It instantly on went on sale for the houses. There is the plot of land plus all the houses. It's all worth like 1.4 mil now. Yeah. Straight away. Yeah. As soon as it's all landed. Mm. Yeah. It's like, right, you just converted that 700 to 1.4 mm. in, in, a, in a 12-month process. Bola, what's your advice? <laughs> don't be afraid to ask <laughs> questions mm-hmm. and yeah. don't be so worried about what people like, think. Yeah, what people think or uh, if somebody says that's a silly question. Like When teachers say, like, there's no such thing as a stupid question, you have to take that seriously. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with going to your parents or guardian and, like, 
starting to say to them, you know, could I could I speak to a financial advisor? Do you know any? Mm. Do you know anyone who works in this? Do you know anyone who has property? Even they ask, oh, why are you asking? Because I want to get right with my money. Mm. When people say, why are you asking? I want to get right with my money. There's yeah, nothing wrong with that. Do you know nothing. what I mean? And that way, it, like doors will open up to you. And at first you won't understand. But the more you talk about it and the more you have mm. those conversations, you'll be like, actually, this makes sense. Okay, mm. cool. This is what I need to do. Mm. And you can get yourself in the right process. A lot of people don't do because they don't have the knowledge. Yeah. But you have to start by asking. Because as you said, yeah. the educational system will only do so much for you. Yeah, they, can't, they can't teach you how to buy a house and pay your tax, unfortunately, yeah. because not everyone is going to go through that process. Mm. I wish. I wish that was homework. I, <laughs> don't you wish listen, that was homework? Yeah, but this 100%. is how I look at it. I think, yeah, I, I wish yeah. I learned about these things when I was younger, but I've been put in positions where I've had to learn about it. And because I've learned about it, yeah, like me, like me going through what I've gone through, like making music and stuff, yeah. like from a young age, I've had to learn all these things. Like from when I was 18, 19, I had to start getting a bit clued up, you know what I mean? Because mm, man's yeah. self-employed. Thinking, oh, why am I not paying no tax? Let me think about what's how that's going to have implication yeah. on me. Because I've always been someone that haven't done any like little dodgy things. I've always like I've always been on a good path. Thank God, innit? And I, I did that because when I when I grow up, I always like I'm like, cool, I've done no madness. This is gonna be the the back payment. Like my credit's gonna be good. I'm not gonna have any problem. Da, 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 da. That wasn't my exact thought process when I was young, but I always kept it in the back of my mind. So when I started going through things where I had to learn about tax and had to learn about this and had to learn about that. Once I learn it, when my friends were going through it, they'll come to me mm. to ask me. Like even things like just helping, like even going through the process of having to declare everything that I've earned to the council so they can work out my mum's council tax. Yeah, mm. like then my friends didn't understand. So when they're getting these letters and their mum's getting stressed, they're bugging. Mm. But because I've already gone through that, I'm mm. like, yo, it's fine. Just come. You have to do this, this, this. Read the mm. small print. But to to them, they're not reading a small print. They're just mm. seeing the letter says your your house benefit's gonna stop if you don't answer. And they're like, oh, what do I do? Yeah. There's no one to speak to. They're calling the government. No one, no one on the phone is really helping. Mm. And that's 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 the sad that's the sad part of it. I feel like, like you said, you have to gain the knowledge when it comes. When the time comes, you have to go gain the knowledge because the knowledge is actually there. It's all there. I think you can use social media as well. These days, I'm not afraid to just like tweet something and just be like, so how does everyone deal with this? Yeah. It, could, it could be little things like the other day. I was just like, so how often does everyone go to the dentist? Mm. Yeah. Sounds nuts because obviously after a certain age, this is another thing people don't tell you. Yeah. What age is it that you um you have to start paying for the dentist? Is it eighteen mm. or nineteen? That was a punch in the mouth when I first. Oh my it. gosh! Lit- oh, look at the words that you used. <laughs> Double entendre, <laughs> indeed. 100%. Literally, such a punch in the mouth because you're just like, wait, what? I have to pay for this. Mm. I have to pay for a checkup, an mm. X-ray, mm. a this. If I get a filling, and so it's it- not cheap. Yeah, it's like they're punishing you for eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. So do you think that it's different for men and women? Do you think? young women have to ask different questions to young men or what do you think? I think there's probably some foundational things that everyone needs to know um, and then there's probably more specific things. So I think we live in a generation where um, women are rightly so trying to be a lot more independent than maybe the years before. Yeah. And so therefore, I think young ladies have to ask themselves what is it that they want to do for themselves um, and how do they want to look after themselves so that they're not completely reliant on a, on a man? Because, mm. you know, I've got young people around me that's like, I want to be a YouTuber, I want to be a, a wag, or I want to... And it's just like, like that's not necessarily mm. goals anymore. Mm. Like, I hear you, but you, there's so much more that you can do. Mm. And I think also for, for, for young men, a question is, like, you know, we hope that one day they're all going to be like husbands or dads or, like, kind of a, a strong figure in their household. So it's like, how do I want to make sure that my family is secured? You know, these are the questions that I, I think when I started to think about me getting married, I started to think about actually, do you know what? Like, how am I going to make sure that my wife long term mm. is going to be good? 
and then when I have children, how are they going to be good? And then my grandchildren, like, I think there's certain questions that men will ask. And also, like, it's the same thing. It's not to kind of discount that women are not going to ask the same question, but I can only put it from my perspective and it would be mm. good to really hear from you, like, I guess. Do you know one of the questions, because I work in financial services, one of the questions I ask some of the top women is, how did you get to where you were? Mm. Mm. Because there's not many women at the top still. No, the, the gender pay gap is still real. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, um, what did you do? Um, and sometimes you have to look at, is it nepotism? And nepotism is obviously basically when you know certain people in yeah. certain places and they can hook you up and take mm. you to that next level. Mm. So you know when your friend's like, yo, yo, bust me this. Yeah. Like, it's literally the same thing, but just on a... Networking. Exactly, networking, yeah. just on a professional level so it's about asking that and also knowing about like things that eventually if you do want children it could be a long time from now or it could be closer like Mm. what maternity benefits do you get Um, yeah it's so hard for people even down to Serena Williams yeah, that's mad. One you would the, think that she wouldn't biggest, have that. One of the like, one of the well, I think the greatest yeah. like tennis tennis player of all time, yeah. not male or female, for yeah. me, just overall. in general. Mm. Period. And she left, and they they stripped her of her rank. They she brought her back. They ranked her like a hundred or something in the world or something. Yeah. She come back. Crazy. She won. She won straight away. But she was like one of the biggest like ambassadors of like how things still need to like be mm. be like accounted yeah. for like the fact that she went on maternity and she had a lot of like her, her childbirth went easy yeah. so coming back into it like she weren't like necessarily welcomed you know what I mean like mm. she kind of like had to work her way back mm. up into her ranking and to get that ranking where she is now and like she just but, did yeah. and she was like in the final like she didn't win but she she showed that like you know she had to work twice as hard but it's mad because there are stories like this in everyday life yeah, like, there are so many stories yeah. like this and we're Course. not necessarily aware of them because again we don't really talk about them yeah I think one of the foundational things I was just thinking about as you guys were speaking is that both you know um, sexes need to ask is you know what is your value system what are you willing to do for money yeah because I think that there's some young men that are willing to do fraud and robbery and sell drugs and all these different things in order to get to a particular stage of their life. And then there's some women that will do certain things for guys and will move in a certain way. And so it's that value system to say from a young age, this is not, that's not me. I don't care how much money you're throwing at me. I'm not going to do that. Mm. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I think that's something that we really need to speak about because we've grown up in such an instant age where things are just like microwave and very very quickly no exactly and yeah. so therefore if we don't really start having conversations at a young age and say that this is a realistic amount of money that you should be earning as a 16 year old mm. like <laughs> most 16 year olds should not have a gucci belt yeah yeah that's the reality like I unless have... you're like because that same money yeah should be put into something yeah. that long term is going to make you money not just 100%. because right now you're dripping and yeah. you're seeing on insta and you want to like you know it's just the mindset is it's because of that longevity yeah. isn't it? but how do you think that you got to that mindset again it's a lot of the books that i read and a lot of the elders that i had around me mm-hmm. um because i think a lot of my older brother and cousins and stuff like that they didn't really like they weren't flashy so some of them had money, some of them didn't have money. But again, like I saw the value systems that they had and that was more attractive to me. And so, yeah, okay, you grow up in the rapper era or that it, 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 where everything's quite flashy and quite um, materialistic. But I think for myself, because I've, I've, I guess I've built from the ground up Mm. and not necessarily try to cut corners to do certain things for other people. Mm. It's allowed me to just slowly kind of just know that, okay, when I get a certain amount of money, when I get a certain check, I'm not just going to go and buy Gucci to make Mm. everyone else think that. And no disrespect to Gucci, there's other things that are available (laughs) to buy. (laughs) But do you understand what I'm saying? Consumerism in general. Yeah, I'm not consuming. Okay, like for me, when I was younger, I might say, okay, um, 
or kind of like things like holidays, like experiences. Like I'd rather spend my money on an experience that I'll remember forever than to buy something material mm. that is going to potentially get damaged. Mm. And but everyone's got a different viewpoint, and, and so just what you like, yeah, right? I just I, I grew up different. Like I grew up different, and I think because I spent the most of my twenties like grinding mm. and being self-employed and trying to start a business, like there isn't much room to a certain extent in those early years to be frivolous and to be like okay yeah I'd rather say in a conversation that oh yeah I'm building an estate agency business than for my clothes to be dripping Mm -hmm. because when I've left that person I don't have an estate agency business I'm just dripping (laughs) yeah yeah and do you know that's so real I think from me having older siblings what I've seen is some some of them now like some of my brother's friends I've seen them like approaching 40s and one of the things that I clock is that I'd say maybe somewhere into illegal activities and fair enough at that point in time maybe they drove the sickest cars now Mm. I'm sorry sickest cars then but some Mm. of them now don't even have the credit available to get a car in general Mm. and that is mad to me because what you're saying is that you have chosen the fast route and it's flipped and reversed on you mm-hmm. and now you're and now you're just you know you don't want to see those people like yeah what's up I'm just trying to get by the whole point is that you are moving forward mm-hmm. not that you're moving backwards because you mm-hmm. wanted to find that the quick quickest fix. yeah that mm-hmm. quick fix and that's not how it works well, two yeah. things that came to mind as you said that was mm-hmm. um, one of them uh, one of my favourite sayings is um, you know a lot of people want to be comfortable early but then will be uncomfortable later on because mm-hmm. they cut those corners and it's those that True. are uncomfortable early those that are saying I can't go out every single week Mm -hmm. that you know I'm not going to buy that I'm not going to do this with everybody that are comfortable later because they've played the long game Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like again you know when you're talking about the the types of um, things that people had in the early stage like it's like Jenga if you don't build your 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 life on on firm foundations Mm -hmm. and like you've got every single block in place as you're building then all it takes is one wrong move and it's gone yeah so what would you say is a good age to start building I know there's no any like, but a good a- that I think that I think good habits can be formed from um, as soon as you start to be like given a certain element of responsibility. So as soon as you're like kind of early secondary school and you like get a little bit of pocket money, um, good habits. So like I, I think about my some of my godbrothers. As soon as I got my godbrother and god sister, as soon as I understood rich dad poor dad, I bought them rich dad poor dad for teens. Mm. Nice. And so that they could like get that. And then one day he came to me and was like, "Oh, I've used my money to buy a camera." Mm. Like, and it's just like I know that that's worked so mm. I think yeah. it's just especially for the older like listeners or the older generations like mm. it's, it's how do you install your um, your knowledge into those coming up mm. after yeah. so that can start young that could be like you know you give your five year old five pound and say that's got to last you all day or that's yeah. got to last you a week and see what they do and yeah, then just, it can start at any age mm. can start at any age I think I would say like maybe when you get your first job because and also, if you get student loan, because you might not have your first job till after student loan. Yeah. Yeah. But the moment that you're getting money coming into your account regularly, whether that's from your parents or maybe your siblings, whoever whoever it is, um, you want to make sure that you're saying, all right, cool, I'm going to put a little away. And I don't know when I'm going to get it back, but I know that it's a long-term type of mindset. Yeah. Even if it's like 95% of my pay is going to something, even if you can start with 5%, the whole point is that you get into the mindset that you're parting with some of your money each month yeah. to do something greater than today. In the future. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Mm. I think it's hard though, because like I was just thinking about what you guys are saying. I feel like for a lot of young people who are doing things like living a fast life, they they haven't got the clarity of the future mm. because mm. like no one before them had the clarity of the future really mm. like imagine you don't have any role models of people that have like been successful their whole life like people around you are just getting by mm. so you don't know what it's like to actually have like a 
successful future. I don't know if that makes sense. No, you know what I'm saying? What like they, 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 what they throw forward to. Like mm. so, let's say some of my boys are just shotting. Yeah, let's say if I'm young and my boys are shotting. I'm saying no, I don't want to shot with car. Like I don't want to go go jail or, or have any problems or da da da. That's how I'm, I'm thinking. Mm. But that's that's because like my mum's installed like. Uh, a factor of that I need to help her for the rest of my life I need to be the person that's going to help her mm. so that's my 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 fuel behind me but for some of my friends like they don't need to help them they're unpatterned yeah. she's not they're not rich yeah, but their yeah, mum's yeah, alright yeah. so yeah. They're, they're, they're just doing their thing like they're just living their life but they're not seeing to the future that raw if this happens this happens this is going to affect my financial thing I can't go to the bank now if I do like AC if mm. I do an AC fraud with, 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 with somebody I, I and now I can't ever have that that yeah. that um credit card mm. I can never have a credit card with that bank I can never work with that bank again or I can mm. never do that do you know just, mm. just trying to these kind of things Ooh, I, I know people all, like that I think it all comes down to the lack of clarity for what's going to happen in the future because you're living for now isn't it yeah no 100% I mean um, not even to plug what I do because that's not what this is about <laughs> but that's one of the reasons why I go into schools yeah. because mm. I think it's important for us to start early and to have some of these conversations young because that accepts you know everyone's got choices that's the first thing mm-hmm. I always tell people I'm yeah. like yeah you can grow up in whatever environment that you know is presented to you and you can either go down that road or you can go down that road Mm -hmm. or you can start going down there and then slowly turn it Mm -hmm. around and so I always look at it and say that as soon as you make a decision as soon as the student is ready the teacher appears as Mm -hmm. soon as you say to yourself so for example you being a music artist you say to yourself do you know actually hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I want to do music. I'm not on road. I want to do that. And then slowly what you start finding yourself is hanging around with other musicians, going to studios, doing like Mm. certain shows. Mm. If you say to yourself, okay, my only option and no disrespect to your friends, I don't know them. But if you, if they start saying that actually I want to be on road, then soon you start hanging around with everything. Yeah. Everything that comes. Yeah. And so I feel like for young people, especially like that are growing up and a bit, confused and like you maybe don't have as much clarity in terms of the direction that they want to go down it's definitely hanging around with people that they aspire to be like and that could just be like you've got an older person that is actually doing something positive that you say can I spend an hour with you every week and mm. just ask you questions mm. like yeah. that doesn't cost anything yeah. and it's then like you know um who does see the other I met Noel Clark the other day I went on set for Bulletproof, um, Bulletproof yeah. and I just sat there for an hour yeah. and just asked him bare questions Yeah, and that to me yeah, like, I'm, I'm at the start of my career like mm. I, I know I want to get into the level where I'm doing that kind of stuff yeah. and if you can find someone 
that is positive that can yeah, download mental. on you early yeah mentor mm. but just inspirations and mm. also as I said before we live in the information age yeah. so there's now a lot less excuses for the next generation because I can go on YouTube and watch an interview with someone that's a yeah, million miles away 100%. from me and find out how they did yep, that 100%. if I'm willing to search yeah. for it in a time. if I'm willing to search on YouTube for something else and look at a different side of the web mm. yeah. then and follow the right different pages different then I can find the, yeah, the little smile do you know what the problem is I feel like a lot of young people learn from mistakes they only learn when things start going wrong because mm. at the end yeah. of the day when if you're shot in living a good life you're getting the money in you're getting the latest clothes you've got a mad car right now you're thinking well, I'm the guy mm. it's going to last forever yeah. yeah but sometimes the key is just to see people who are a little bit older than you that have taken the same path just to see is that still where you want yeah. mm. to be the end? I think and I think it's, it's I think it's having somebody ask those questions. Like I know that like there will be like questions. Say so my dad will ask me like, so how much have you got saved? Uh, and I'm like, but you never you never talked to me about savings. Like uh, why 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 are you asking me now how much? Because if I say zero, what are you gonna yeah. say? Yeah, it's like we never had those discussions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about numbers. Yeah, and whenever you say numbers, I keep thinking of Wiley. <laughs> whenever you say numbers I'm like that Wiley song but anyway go. oh my days I think one one thing I wanted to talk about is um, credit and credit cards and stuff because I think one of my friends is Iranian yeah big up him yeah big up ours he from when I was young he was like to me yo so you need to get a credit card and I was like oh allow that man mm. oh, the credit card what they're going to control my money. The government, I don't know why, I just didn't like it. Yeah. I was like, no, if I get that, I'm going to spend all the money on it. Like, well, I don't have a credit what card. What limit am I going to... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't have, yeah, yeah. You don't have one? No. All right, so here what I'm going to say. Yeah. When he told me to get a credit card, I didn't understand how important it was, yeah? Mm. To build that credit and start working with the bank, yeah? Mm. And start using it for what it could do for me. Leverage. Do you know what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say? But once I did get the credit cards, it opened up so many doors for me, yeah? So tell me, why, do I, why should I get a credit why sh- card? I, okay. Just from my understanding, okay. I let you lot. You obviously you lot of the bosses. <laughs> yeah, no, can I just put a disclaimer? Like I'm still trying to wing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm cool. trying to make my play. Not saying. No, I'm all right because I'm not. Like, now I'm teaching the man them about okay. the credit card thing. Okay, so what me. I learned was I was at a place in in music where I weren't making mad money. I, I was trying to invest. I had to pay for videos and stuff. Yeah. So I went to the bank, got a little credit card, my little limit. I got like six bills, six hundred pound, mm. and it was like like. It's just stupid APR straight away. There's no like, there's no like little purchase limit, little passing <laughs> nothing. It was just yo six hundred pound. So I was like, cool. Started spending money off it. Maxed out the whole thing. Raw. I need to pay this back. I ain't got no money. What am I gonna do? Mm. But I'm working hard. Mm. So I've gone online. My boy showed me a next thing. I've gone online, searched for another credit card. Now this credit card that could do a balance transfer. Yeah. So what this balance transfer would do is pay the money that I owe to that credit card. Yeah. Mm. So I've really kind of dug myself a hole. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but... There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> yeah. Because instead of having to worry about the, paying this £600 that's going to go up every month because it's because of the APR that and the interest on it, yeah, I've got another credit card that's done a balance transfer, but it has like a little purchase limit on it because I had that first credit card. So because I had a credit card, it's now opened me to get a better credit card. Mm. And what that better credit card is going to offer me is a balance transfer to take away that to, to pay that 600 pounds on that credit card that I owe but then there's like little perks so it'll, it'll be like six months no interest mm. so then I, I was able to transfer that 600 pound over but I have no interest on it now instead of having interest just because I had a credit card then I've started paying back that credit card slowly slowly less pressure no interest then I'm like rah I'm, th- I'm making more money now I'm, wor- I'm working harder this is all over uh, like a couple years I'm, I've gone to get another credit card for this credit card so for the second credit card I've got a third credit card now yeah yeah yeah. The balance transfer is bigger mm-hmm. and the percentage is more. So let's say it was 12 months 
0% interest mm. and I've got a limit of a, a grand and a half now. So now I've been able to pay off that rest of the money that I owed mm. and I got more money. But I don't have to pay any interest in it for, for 12 months. Mm. So I'm like, right, I've got like a little rack here. Let me invest that into a music video. I've invested that into a music video, paid it off. Now for a year, I'm paying off this £1,500 with no interest. What have I done? Got another credit card. <laughs> got the other credit card. What's this credit card now? 24 months, no interest on the balance transfer. And the limit's three grand. I've paid off the, the music video, paying it off, paying it off slowly. And eventually, no credit card debt. And I'm and I'm, I got banging limit. I got banging credit card sick. limit. Got banging credit. Okay, I'm gonna all because go I got the first card. I'm gonna go get a credit card after this. But time. you just gotta have the discipline to have it. Yeah, because oh, yeah. some people because oh, you can so start, much because it can yeah, start it can start really small. You can just be like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then you're like, you know, I'm hungry. I'm going on Uber Eats. No, that's not what a credit card is for. A credit card is like for a great example is this. Um, it gives you extra um data, not data. It gives you extra protection. So like, if you were to use a debit card, um to book a flight the difference is the amount of protection they give you so let's say for example you got this is such a great example i used arik air which is not a great african airline my sister got married in nigeria so like yeah we're all dancing and i've flown there and then basically i see all flights back to london are cancelled now the difference between booking that on a debit card and a credit card is a credit card would intervene and find me another flight back to London on a debit card they don't give you that same level of protection yeah. so this is where things like flights are really good for credit cards mm. and it's obviously really good for emergencies because yeah. you, you, you're you not always going to have the cash available you could be on holiday and something could happen mm. you could get to the hotel and they're like I'm sorry we have no idea of your booking we have no idea who you are mm. where are you going to go what are you going to say to them please just let me stay to that tonight it doesn't work yeah. like that yeah. unfortunately as an adult like being nice isn't mm. enough you have to have something this is where credit cards are good and obviously see if you have certain things you want to pay for but you can't pay for it all at once this is where credit cards come yeah. in handy yeah. obviously the key is as well that you're making at least the minimum payments every single month so you need to have enough money to be doing that otherwise they're gonna charge you like i think it's like a default fee and things like that mm. and then they can charge you more interest so make sure that you're keeping on top of your payments and even paying off more a great tip actually is to make like two payments a month minimum yeah. so like let's say for example the minimum payment is 60 pounds like i would maybe pay off 40 pounds twice in a month yeah that's that's what blaney while i was doing yeah like yeah. trying like paying when i need to pay and then paying again like again like middle of the month mm. just trying to get it all done like a, a sick thing I, like I, I bought my merch with my credit cards mm. sick. like because someone told me someone just said gave me the advice don't have no money on your debit man you don't need money on your debit I was like, why? They say, like, you don't need money in your debit, man. You don't really need money in your debit like that. I was like, because I used to keep all my money in my debit. Yeah. Just, yeah, let me look at my debit. Oh, there's peas there. I'm all right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But then I've like, now I've got a business account. I, I keep my money in my business account and I pay myself a salary. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like, when it comes to like your credit card and that, it's like, it's just easier for like lump sum payments for stuff like if man's going to book something and I, I know I have time to pay it off instead of having to like, it comes out my debit and that's like, right, that's from my soul. Because yeah. <laughs> you, know yeah. you have to continue to live for the rest of that yeah, month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think the thing about um, credit cards as well is that when used properly, they can be, as I said before, they can be leveraged. Yeah. So exactly as, as mm. you were saying, it's, it's the idea and it could be anything small. It could be just, okay, I'm going to buy a cup of coffee that you know you can afford but you're going to buy it on a credit card and by the end of the night, you're going to put it back in there just yeah. to kind of start building up a bit of a, um, a reputation and uh, and like a history with yeah. the, the, the the bank or the credit card. Um, and I think the other thing is as well, and we were talking about property before, obviously having worked in property for quite a few years, it's when you start looking at buying a house or renting, mm -hmm. like your credit 
goes before you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I won't even, like, as an agent, like, I'm not even going to talk to you if you can't show me, like, you've got a credit history and it's good or it's on certain numbers. I can't, is it 900 is the max? 999. 999. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're, it's like, there's some people that will come and it's like they've got certain things, oh, they missed this payment, they got this CCJ, they got this, they haven't paid yeah. this credit card. Mm. Like, it's just literally, like, it's like your identity on paper. Mm. And so mm. it's important, if you, especially to at least have something that they can say, okay, you've got this credit card, you've got this phone bill, yeah. mm. um, you've got all of these different things in your name because when it comes to you actually trying to do something to level up, like these are the things they're going to look and say, oh, so what were you like when you had like a little £200 limit on your credit card? Mm. Let alone when you're asking, can I borrow X amount of 100000 yeah. to buy a house? Yeah. Mm. So, yes. yeah. I want to talk about American Express. What do you guys think? <laughs> I've never used them, you know. I don't yeah. have any experience with Some them. people have it and they, um, like British Airways have an exclusive yeah. American Express card and a lot of yeah. people use that to like book flights. I wouldn't say you, sh- you need to book your holidays because you can pay for your accommodation yourself, but people use it to like book flights, sometimes book holidays. And the great thing is like you can get certain points, so air miles. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, like if you are smart with your money, there's ways that, your money can make money for, for you. you yeah. And that's what a lot of people need to understand because people are thinking, why? Let me just put it on the card I have. Some people are so loyal to the banks they started with out of fault that yeah. if you realise that actually, if you use an American Express card that gives you air miles, by the time you get to a certain point, you can get a flight free mm. and things like that. But it's just about having the knowledge. Yeah, I think that that loyalty to your bank thing is so <laughs> mad. It's like, crazy. I'm telling my boys, yo, get a credit card in my Oh, no, man, I don't really like them, man. Like, why? What did they? Do? What did Barclays do? Everyone's like, oh, I don't like their branding. Yeah, what did they? What <laughs> I, you see I'm me? Done. Aye, brother, Lloyd's, Natwest, Barclays. I mean, all of them. To be yeah. fair, actually, I say, I say <laughs> yeah, that I say, say that as a joke a because I, I actually, to be fair, I actually only joined Lloyd's because I like their advert. Like when no, I was younger. I get you. There's gonna like, be things yeah, that yeah, make yeah, you gravitate yeah, towards yeah. a brand. You know, you know like, I, like Natwest is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. But you have to look. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, because when I got my first credit card, I was just like, I've been with NatWest all all my life. I'm just going to get NatWest credit card. I didn't think about um, interest rates. I didn't think about APR and what that truly means. And these are the things that you need to find out for yourself. And sometimes you can feel you can feel sick. You're like, oh, they're giving me nine hundred pounds limit, and then oh, they're giving me twelve hundred. But what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? And how are you how are you using that as a form of leverage to make your situation better? God bless those like money supermarkets and price comparison websites and all that kind of stuff. Because again, like you put on you put your information in there and it gives you options. And I feel like when we, especially like the 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 older ones of us, like when we grew up, we didn't have that. No, it was very much like as you said, like I'm doing this because this is comfortable. Like these guys already know me. The banker automatically going to give you Mm. something. Whereas like you know as time has gone on they've started to change and give us options so you can like you know even when they change the um, what was it you can switch an account like Mm. instantly oh yeah yeah whereas before that used to like take ages to do and again I think it's just like as time goes on and they can pay you for that as well yeah they give you a hundred pounds oh I loved I I switched once just for that listen if you're young and you need a little bit of money and you switch your direct debits and yeah just switch accounts they give you a hundred pounds extra can I ask um, who you guys with and why I've got numerous accounts. Yeah, me I've too. I've got like business accounts with uh, Barclays, uh, like savings accounts with HSBC, Lloyd's. It, it just again, it, it's. So why have you chosen to have? Just simply to, again, like this is this is when I was younger. Like you kind of like you just, I wanted to spread things around. 
And so um, I might say, okay, my personal cash, like I've got a Monzo recently yeah. and I'm like, okay, I'll use Monzo because I like the kind of digital element yeah. of it. Yeah. And then I, I've had a network since I was a boy, similar to you guys. And then it's like, okay, Barclays, they gave me the best business um, kind of account and my social enterprises um, obviously like got a business account as well. And so they were like, we're not going to charge you any fees for certain things. So I was like, sick, nice. I'll stay with you guys. And then HSBC is a world bank. And then like the only one I haven't got yet is Coots. And that's just because like I haven't got that level yet. But when I do, I will be going to these because it's, I think it's important to move and to have move different things in different accounts. And, 100%. Yeah. I'm literally the same. I have so many accounts, but I've closed some as well just because I see having certain accounts, like having certain friends. Mm. Like it's kind of like at what at one point, like at first you can turn up with that friend and stuff, but eventually you want to do different things. Mm. And is it that you can just turn up with that? with that bank so like do you know what I mean are you just putting money in there what is the bank doing for you yep. don't get me wrong people will say oh you shouldn't have friends because of that but eventually everyone needs to have a certain amount of value in your life yeah, and the same goes for your bank so I've been with like for example Lloyd's or whatever and I'm like actually I don't think you're doing enough for me and sometimes you have to negotiate with them and be like this is what I'd like or mm -hmm. like if there's like a silver package and like you're paying I don't know £7 a month or £8 a month you'd be like yeah but NatWest will let me have it for £6 a month mm -hmm. and things like that and then you're like actually I don't want to have I don't want to mm -hmm. be with you anymore I want to be with NatWest now yeah. <laughs> it's, it's literally yeah. like relationships that's what I say like the way you see yourself in relationships is and like your value can be actually related to money and what you think you are able to do you spoke a little bit about negotiation there, and obviously we spoke about a tiny bit about it when you're putting value on yourself. Mm. Um, talk to me about like negotiation experiences, like the first time you really, because I, I think it's like <laughs> you have a right, but I don't think we know that. Yeah. At the beginning, uh, I will use a, one of my first lettings experiences. Yeah. Um, so I uh, basically started a letting agent. For those that don't know what a letting agent is, is essentially when you're going to rent a house I'm the guy that would broker the deal between the landlord the guy that owns the house mm. and the tenant who would essentially be the person renting it mm. and so um, I've done all of that I found the landlord and uh, essentially gone to his house but I haven't agreed a fee with him because yeah. I'm naive just like one of my first deals I'm just super excited that he said yes you can help me find a tenant mm. and so I've then got to the house I found a tenant I've done bear running around and then I've said to him, oh, yeah, like, oh, it's going to be whatever the fee was, two weeks rent or 5% mm. or whatever the case may be. And he's gone, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, no, I was only going to pay you 1% or one week. And you're just like, what? Mm. And then to be fair, actually, I didn't initially handle And this is just me being an adult now. I didn't handle it the best way because I started to get aggravated and like, oh, no, what do you mean you're not paying me? What do you mean? And then I actually started to look back and like, you know, later on and I was just like, actually, that's not how you handle it because mm. you didn't agree the terms before you left your house. Mm. You didn't say that this is what you're willing to work for. And so what I then started to do as I built my business was I started to learn from the mistakes. So, you know, there was times where a tenant would say, oh, well, you didn't tell me that this is how much you were going to charge me. And so I can't legally charge them for it. Yeah. Because if I've done something and I haven't agreed it, I can't then go back mm. and say, oh, this is how much I'm going to charge you because that's just not fair. I'd mm. get written out in 100%. a court of law. Mm. And so it's just, I guess for me, as you go through, it's learning how to put things in place before you even like before you do anything just say look I'm going to work for this, this is how much it's going to cost is that okay get that in writing put it in an email send it in a text message put it in a voice note whatever and then when they've agreed it then you start working and then also negotiating with the bank oh so if you're looking at the bank like I've never I've never really had to do that personally um, 
I've never had like much experience with negotiating yeah. with a bank. Um, what I can say though is that, as with anything, I'm, 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 it's, there'll be times where you're going to have to um, kind of just put things on the table and know like what your value is, as we were saying before. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I'm getting into property investment um, or property development, shall I say? And I was speaking to um, one of my mentors yesterday, and we were talking about that when it comes to a certain level of developing, you'll have to go to a bank and say this is what you're looking for, and you know, and then negotiate. And so, I think when I get mm-hmm. to that level, there'll be a lot more negotiation. But right now, I haven't necessarily. Is there any like? super tips you got for the people that you know that people might not be talking about with their friends or might not be experiencing first of all there's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme (laughs) i feel like that's important to say whether it's cryptocurrency you've heard of whether it's pyramid schemes what was that the other one that there was it called loom or loop or whatever they were doing on um instagram stories yeah there's so many different things there's no such thing um obviously everyone has to work hard make sure that you understand how to use credit as leverage that's super important um just because you don't need something right now it doesn't mean you won't need it in the future Mm -hmm. so prepare now Mm -hmm. and when it comes to things like savings there's lifetime ISAs and what's great about lifetime ISA I love to talk about this is the fact that it will give you um up to 25 percent if you put down four thousand pounds each year and that can go towards a property your first property, sorry, or it can go towards your pension in the future. So let's mm-hmm. say, for example, it's 2019. The new tax year was in April. So I put in £4,000. And let's say I do that every year for three years. For up to three years, let's say I now have twelve grand. They will now add in an extra three grand and they is the yeah. government. So they'll add an extra three grand. Who else is paying you that percentage for you to buy your first home? 100%. So you need to make sure that you're leveraging the options out there. Yeah. So that's a real key tip. That's for the help to buy scheme. Help, help to, to buy. Scheme. Yeah. And if yeah, you're not an existing, the help to buy scheme, they're not accepting new customers after 30th of November this year. Okay. So <laughs> if you want to get into that. You've got to think about it. Think <laughs> about it. That ice is amazing though. I think my key tip is read. Yeah. Yeah. Read. Uh, educate yourself about financial literacy. Read books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, The Richest Man in Babylon, uh, Think and Grow Rich. There's so many I can think of, I can't think of right now. But I think essentially, for anyone that is, even no no matter what age you are, it's important to just make sure that certain areas of your financial literacy are covered, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to understand the difference between being self-employed and being a business owner. You know, because that's the other thing. Oh, People are like, oh, yeah, I'm self-employed. It's sick. Like, mm. But that means you just have a job that you're yeah. working mad hours for. Like a business is owning a system. So mm. it's little things like that that I would always just try and download because I think essentially what I'm even getting from this conversation is that everyone's learning. Like everyone, you know, yeah. it's I'm not say everyone's yeah. got, like no one's got it down pat 100% and there's always extra things that you can learn. And so 110. it's constantly educate, uh, educate yourself, constantly ask questions. Like don't be afraid to I guess like sound silly or be a little bit vulnerable because that yeah. will save you a lot of money in the yeah. future like to yeah that's that's what I would say do your parents come to you for advice no, no. <laughs> however <laughs> however however um as soon as I started to understand the value of property um I really tried to speak to my parents about it yeah. um, and I just think that you get to a stage where like you 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 
especially kind of being the older generation where you're a little bit adverse to risk. Mm. Um, and so maybe if I'd spoken to them a little bit earlier on in their career, like certain things they would have maybe been a bit more open to. And I think that's just everyone, you're not going to be able to kind of convert everyone. You can say this is the sickest thing and look at Facebook. Like the guys, like he had what, five people that walked in the room with him at the beginning? Mm. Like not everyone's going to believe in your dream. Yeah. Like they'll say, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But mm. they're not going to come all the way. So I'm also about like those coming after me. How do I make sure that they're good? And then when my mum and dad are older, that if they say, okay, we haven't done certain things, that I'm able to prop them up slightly if they require it. But mm. I don't think I will. They've done all right still. Another key tip, it's not it's not the nicest tip to talk about. Um, talk to your parents about life insurance. And if oh they my have gosh. It, high five. I need mate. to high five you. Dude. Talk to your parents about life insurance and if they have it. Jeez, and not nice convo it's not a nice conversation. It's not a nice conversation. It won't be a nice conversation, but it might save you from a GoFundMe. Oh, no, trust hundreds, me. Hundreds. I remember when my mum first had that convo with me, boy. I was upset, but it's yeah. a real life thing. Hundred percent. And and also that's a very key. Like get life insurance now if you yeah. can. If you're if you're eligible to do it, get life insurance. I think my mum got her thing like looped in with her bank with her one. Okay. So it's like all under one thing like our life insurance, our house insurance. Because you like mentioned with her bank. You mentioned it. It's like it's not an easy conversation to have. No, but unfortunately when the time actually comes where you're like have they got life insurance it's going to be even harder to to compute actually where that stands did you lot break down what life insurance is for maybe someone who doesn't know what it is hasn't heard of it yeah so life insurance basically protects the person insured when they pass away Mm. so it will cover things like funeral costs um any assets they have but that's that the amount you pay a month is dependent on what it can cover what's like a normal payment that people do do you know I can't like I don't have life insurance, okay. and I, I don't I don't I don't want to ask my mum what hers is like yeah. how much it is, but I just know she has it. So my life insurance is uh, for me and my wife is twenty five pound a month. Yeah, a month okay. altogether. Altogether, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and we're with Vitality Life Insurance. Yeah. So like I got like an Apple Watch and Jeez. like I get free cinema tickets <laughs> and stuff like that, and they yeah, encourage you to be healthy. Do I, do I need to do I need to no. get married? <laughs> I get life insurance because that sounded <laughs> like the plug no, right now. Like, life insurance <laughs> is generally like because again I didn't ever. Like, and I think it's back to what I was saying about you know some of the questions that you ask when you get older, especially from a man's perspective, is that you know if something happened to me and um, you know I'm self-employed, mm. if something happened and my business is for whatever reason because they were initially reliant on me, mm. then what would happen to my wife yeah. and the mortgage and the cars and yeah. everything? And then she's left in a worse situation. Yeah, and so exactly. And then it's oh yeah the 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 um, the funeral. Oh yeah, mm. they're looking after the kids. And it's mm. just like okay, if something ever does happen and I you know unfortunately go before my wife, I want to make sure that there's a certain you know nest egg there's something and so paying 25 pound a month would allow me to well for want of a better term is to go peacefully a little bit more because i know that you know certain things have been put in place and it's not easy it's not easy but again there's so many different options out there so it's just important to start having those conversations from a young age yeah one guy told me sorry because this is a really good point one guy told me that his dad passed away when he was younger so like 14 15 and there was five of them, so like his mum had five kids, and she was just like she was a great stay-at-home mum. I was like, sorry, I was like, how is she a stay-at-home mum with five kids? He was like, life insurance. Yeah, cold. Yeah. Um, I feel done. like you two need to come back for the next twelve weeks because we need to do a whole series. <laughs> Let's a go. Whole show, a whole, this is money. This is spoke because yeah. this is so interesting. It's been like an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, every week we ask our guests to bring in an item of choice. Mm-hmm. What is that item? What is your what item you in relation to money? 
I'm wearing it. Yeah. I, do you know what? I've been staring at your rice at home. Cold. There is rice at home. <laughs> yeah, I started this merchandise a little while ago. I might bring it back. I was going to say I I'll bring it back this. in time for autumn, but it seems like autumn has come it's a bit early. I feel like we spoke a little bit over that um, over that caption or whatever you, whatever you said. So yeah. I feel like you should say it again. There's rice at home. Mm. Plastered over a jumper. Sweet. Ooh, yeah. There is rice at home. There is rice yeah. at home. I, can I tell you, that, that's exactly what me and my boys did yesterday. Ah, oh, you know I'm going to draw for the phone right now. <laughs> Let me show you. So I'm sitting in the house. All oh, right, let's get delivery, man. Nah, man. Lunch. Yeah. yeah. If you don't control it, if you don't bring in that container, that yeah. is where your money's going. If you're like, where's my money going? It's in your belly. 100%. Yeah, so true. Um, my item, I couldn't actually find it, but I will tell you about it. And we've mentioned it quite a few times. It's Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, I think I've actually, I've actually given it out. That's why I haven't got it. Yeah. And I've got an audio version, so I haven't needed it. But mm. yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad, a book by Robert Kiyosaki, um, is... Probably is it an old book? Nah, it's old. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's, there's different... He's an American guy, um, okay. but there's different versions. So you've got Rich Dad, Poor Dad for teens. I think you've got for parents as well. But yeah. I think Rich Dad, Poor Dad, essentially, just look for that series. Um, there's even a board game called Cashflow, uh, Cashflow Quadrant, Quadrant. Yeah. which is sick. And I think the, the thing that really helped me to turn my kind of financial literacy around was when I started to understand the different quadrants that we're in. So you are employed or you're mm. self-employed. Um, which means essentially you own a job. And then on the other side of the quadrant, you're uh, a business owner or mm. you're an investor. And a lot of people don't necessarily understand the two, the two different each things. of the four kind of mm. different like you know categories. Mm. And so the reason I would say to anybody listening to this is to go and buy it is because it's very simple and easy to understand. Um, yeah, I've mentioned some of the other books. I'll say them again. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And the final one is The Richest Man in Babylon. I can't remember who that's by. Um, but it's no George George Car- George Carson I think I don't, I'm not yeah sure. it's an amazing book it, those three books and if you want to get like a bit of a uh, a quick summary just go on YouTube and just mm. search Rich Dad Poor Dad summary and somebody will have done an animated version to it you can even have it on in the back that's the key just make it a part of your life like mm-hmm. personal finances that you're, it's just chilling even if it's just chilling in the background you're learning mm-hmm. I know a friend that he listens to like investment tips as he sleeps so he literally listens and he falls asleep to it I used to mm-hmm. do that with right. revision yeah that's right. the best way to learn apparently <laughs> yeah, no yeah. you need to you need to if you want to make money you need to install it into your mind and manifest right. it I'm telling you I talk about this every yeah. day talk about this shit every day what manifestations I just being rich owning a house <laughs> making businesses I swear you're like salivating cool. right Listen, now I'm telling you <laughs> see my anti Alvin in that West that's my guy I've been friends with him for four years okay. yeah Shout he's a mortgage Alvin. broker now he, he's a private mortgage broker but he's hired by Nat West as well I met him when he was just like doing like mortgage broker he's the biggest mortgage broker in Victoria cool. yeah 
My man is a G and he taught me how to do the yard thing. He taught me how to buy a house. And while I'm en route, inshallah, by God's power, I'll be doing it soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he taught me that. And that's one thing I think people need to start doing. Talk to people in banks, become yeah. friends with them. Trust. Man. Yeah. Them man can I, help I, you. I feel like I've got a massive to-do list. I got you. like built up Femme. in my mind. I got right you. But one, one step at a time. Yeah, one step because yeah. what happens is some people like they overwhelm themselves yeah. and think like, oh yeah, but some of the things it's not going to happen overnight. No, like Jay Z is a fantastic example. Trust Everyone me. can big him up now because he's forty nine and he's a billionaire. We're not forty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nah. let's let's <laughs> let's take 49. it one day at a time with this money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it takes time. It's been an absolute pleasure to have Amazing. you guys. Yeah, Thank you. It's been incredible. Thank you so much. Boom, boom, boom. This is Big Zoo. Myself, Big Zoo, Big Fen on the other side, Hyphen. And this is Spoke. This is Spoke. Boom. Hey guys, if you're loving the podcast and want to support the cause, make sure to rate and review us. Make sure you tell your friends and follow us on Insta and Twitter. At, at This is Spoke, Spoke Pod. Pod. <laughs> <laughs> 